This podcast is made possible and sponsored by me. Because I have no sponsors, so I do it myself. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast, Life and the Choices We Make, the Choices Other People Make. This podcast explores all things as they relate to romantic relationships, why we sometimes ignore or choose to ignore or miss the red flags, red flags like gaslighting, cheating, lying, narcissistic behavior, deception, mental illness, addiction, and so much more. Join me each week as we continue my journey into the modern dating world with my weekend rants, anonymous guest dating stories, and experts who share their wisdom so I can help you navigate the dating terrain. If you are new to the show or have been with me from the beginning, hold on tight for the Anonymous Andrew Experience. Anonymous Andrew here with you with the weekend rant. So again, I'm trying something different, but you'll not notice this probably. I'm not even going to try to explain it. So anyway, guess what? I am talking to a woman on a dating app not going to mention which one and we have been chatting for several days and because i think now that i'm an expert i kind of jumped the gun on this one we had she number one she liked me first and i returned the like she is attractive she checks most of the boxes and one of my favorite things is that she is the next town over so close i could probably throw a rock and hit her house so we're chit-chatting it up and we have a lot of things in common uh grandchildren uh, the love of the beach, um, yada, yada. And one thing that I learned was because the last woman that I was talking to for about a week, I mentioned that I was heading to Florida in about five years. And as you know, I think I told you the story. She said to me, well, this isn't going to work for me because I just got here to New York and I'm moved here for my grandkids and to be with my family and i'm not going anywhere so let's not bother pursuing this that's basically how she said it and she was right and i thanked her for that this woman i said the same thing you know i it, it just makes sense if i'm gonna start chatting with somebody 
and I don't know, three days, five days a week, and then we meet up and or talk on the phone, whatever. I think it's important that they know that I am out of here in the next five years. It could be sooner. I'm looking for work in Florida. If I can get a job in Florida, I am renting a U-Haul and I am on the highway. So, I got to find somebody who's also has that type of mentality that she wants to get out of here in five years. It's not an odd concept because everybody goes to Florida when you, especially up here in the Northeast, you know, you get, at some point you get tired of the cold. And, and and the New York lifestyle, you want to go down to Florida, relax, where it's much more subtle and easygoing, and it used to be cheaper, but it's not so much anymore. So I mentioned it to her, and she said, yeah, me too. I, um, although she's going to buy a house down there and stay, keep something up here. I don't know if it's an apartment or I, I have no idea. We didn't even get that far. But she was open to the idea that I'm going to Florida. And I really like that. But I made a little bit of a mistake. And I thought the conversation was going so well. It was like three or four days of conversing. And she's right, literally, I'm telling you, right next in the next town over. I said to her, how about this week we meet up at the Starbucks? There's a Starbucks in the next town. There's actually one in this town, but I'll come to her. And let's have a tea. And then I, in parentheses, or coffee or a beverage of your choice. And she came back to me and said, I don't drink coffee. And I was like, well, in my mind, I was saying, well, that's why I, I first of all, I don't drink coffee either. I, one cup in the morning and that's it. Um, that's why I mentioned tea or, and then any beverage of your choice. But then she followed that up with that. She wasn't comfortable meeting that quickly. And I have to respect that. She's not ready to meet. We haven't even talked on the phone yet. So there you go. I, um, but as I've been saying, I, I want to date with intent, but I'm in no rush. I'm in no rush whatsoever. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I also have two, trying to think, two or three other women that, um, that I matched with that I have one conversation going with. The other two haven't responded yet. So I have my choices. And I, I have no idea what I'm going to do, but I'm, I'm going to just keep chatting away. I'm going to keep, you know, it's like the ice sculpture. He's going to, with his hammer and chisel, he's going to keep chipping away at that ice sculpture until he, until he sculpts a masterpiece. And... Who knows who will be my next masterpiece? I'm not really sculpting anybody. Uh, uh, 
but eh, that's called a metaphor. Whatever. Um, all right, so that's that's kind of like where I'm at right now. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to go chat with her in a few minutes and see if um, she, she's just not comfortable meeting. So let's chat. One of the things that I've... See, this is weird because I have been doing this podcast now for almost, I don't know, a little under a year. And I'm hearing, it depends on who you talk to. There are women who tell me that men just don't want to meet. Or if they do want to meet, it's just for sex. But if the ones who don't want sex, they just chat and text and talk and text. And, and they never ask anybody out. So I figured, let's do the other approach. Just, hey, you live next town over. Let's meet up. Uh, but she's just not ready. So it is what it is. Okay, so on to another topic. I have another review. And I haven't spent about two or three weeks since I read a review. This one caught my eye. And... I almost wish the person who left this review would email me and <clears throat> I'm hoping he or she does because I'm going to read the review and then I'm going to explain why I would like you to email me. So this week, a couple days ago, I got another review, five stars. Interesting perspective. Listen to your episode about Facebook dating app. Interesting perspective there. To be honest, dating apps and their effect on relationships should be discussed more. And that's all he or she wrote. So thank you very much for the five stars and thank you for listening to that long because I know that episode was an hour long. Thank you for sitting through that. But I'm not quite sure what you're referring to. And but and here's my problem with, with why I want you to email me. I want to present to my audience everything and anything that I can help you with. So if, if you read into the review, it's saying, uh, it's, it's an assumption, it says here, to be honest, dating apps and their effect on relationships should be discussed more. So apparently, this person has been on a dating app and it somehow affected a relationship they had. It's a complete assumption. I'm just interpreting or reading in between the lines. But that's why... So to the person who left that review, I know if you email me, you're not going to be anonymous and... 
I mean, you can be. I don't know what kind of email you have. But I'd like you to elaborate on that, and then I would be happy to discuss that further. And in fact, I will make a note to bring that up in my next guest that I talk to, who's an expert in the dating apps. I'll, I'll read them the review, and I'll see how they interpret it. You know, I was driving... Again, you you guys know this. I commute from work and I listen to podcasts on the way home, on the way there, during my lunch, yada, yada. And one of my favorite podcasters, she said something that's exactly what I'm trying to do. She said something along the lines why she started this po her podcast and it was to help people not make the same mistakes that she did. And, you know, in relationships and dating. And, and that's a great concept. So, but here's the problem. She's in her 30s. So I'm, I'm not being critical here or critiquing or putting down anything or that statement. But let's say she started dating at 16. You know, you might have 20 years of dating experience. And while that's two decades and you do have experience and you probably have some great stories breakups, whatever, stories about and mistakes that she's made. That's why I started this podcast. Because my last relationship at the age of 58 years old, after being married twice, three kids, two grandchildren, working in the same job for 20 30, almost 30 years i find i found myself falling for a woman who had a double life and who was hurting deeply inside and she took it out on me and i allowed it to happen for two and a half, almost three years. And I made so many mistakes in just that relationship alone. And I'm not going to go into them because I talked all about that in my first season. But that's why I started the podcast, because I wanted to tell my story. So if you, and yes, I'm talking to you, anybody who's listening to this, if you're in a relationship and you're being gaslit right now, you're being lied to, 
or when you confront the person about something and they turn around and they double talk you and then they put the guilt back on you like there's something wrong with you. How could you ask me that question? And then you make they make you think twice and second guess yourself to the point where I started popping Seroquel. If you don't know what that is, Google it. And I stayed in this relationship, as I said before, way past its expiration point. I kept thinking it was going to get better, that I could fix this, that she just needed love, that she just needed more attention, more affection, more TLC, whatever. I wouldn't, I, I wasn't giving up on her or us. But what I failed to see was that she had given up on us almost like six or eight months into the relationship. She was already dating other men and selling her body. And I knew it deep down in my gut. Listen, it is a scientific fact that our gut is our second brain. And when you hear the term, I have a gut feeling or my intuition tells me. And, and you sense something. Nine times out of ten, you are correct. In whatever it is. It doesn't always have to pertain to relationships. I'm just talking in general. But in relationships, if you sense that your partner is cheating on you or lying to you or deceiving you, double-talking, gaslighting, because they disappear, they don't answer their text, they come over and say, I, we can't have sex today because a certain part of my body is sore. Well, why is it sore? I, I'm not going to, boy, going off into one of my rants. But that's what I, and I, I, stood there looking at her body going, yeah, she got fucked the night before. But she's offering me this and that and a blowjob and blah, blah, blah. And so like an idiot and like a man without a brain cell, I was like, oh, okay. Because she was beautiful. I didn't think I'd ever find somebody like her again. I, I could go on and on and on and make you a whole, I could do another whole ep, episode. I could do another whole season about why I stayed and the mistakes that I made. But that's why I'm doing this podcast is for you. Because if you find yourself in a similar situation, it could be a marriage, a friendship, 
uh, uh, early dating, late stage dating, or full-blown relationship, and you've got a gut intuition telling you something's up, trust it. And if you can, if you confront the partner and you get the double talk and the gaslighting, I, this is why I, at the end of every episode, I say to you, please choose wisely. I urge you to walk away. You're only going to get go deeper down into the rabbit hole. They have no intention of making it better. As long as they are keep they can keep getting away with what they're doing and keep you in line with what their agenda is, they're not going anywhere. Okay, I, this is one thing I didn't tell you guys. There was about a half a dozen times in that relationship she did say to me, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. And she even said to me once, I'm breaking up with you because I have another boyfriend. And I said to her, no, you don't. You're just saying that to make me jealous and or or what. She started that would say, oh, well, you got a boyfriend, so I must walk away. They will try anything to fuck with your mind. I do this podcast to bring to you the experiences that I have had at the at, at so I was going back talking about the other podcast for having 20 years of experience. I have had 50, all right, 45 years experience in marriage, in engagements, 20 plus relationships, dating, sexual, all, you name it, I did it. And they were, I don't know, I'm, I have to give you a percentage. 70 or 80% of all of that was horrible. It was just a big mistake. It was either a lie, it was due to drugs and alcohol, it was just me trying to just, whatever. I, I It was horrible. And I woke up one year ago after this relationship and said, what the fuck am I doing? And what the fuck am I doing wrong? So that's why this podcast exists. And to the person who left this review, please think about emailing me or Slide me a DM, as they say on, on Instagram. Follow me at Anonymous Andrew Podcast. I'm on TikTok. Or pick any one of them. And I, I, if you want to be anonymous and you, you really don't want to let me know who you are, that's perfectly fine. I would like some just clarification as to what you are talking about in your review. 
How are the dating apps affecting relationships? The dating apps are supposed to create relationships, if that's what you sign up for. If you sign up for casual sex or hookups, then no. But thats I don't think that's what you mean. In my experience, the last relationship, she was still using. I think I told you guys, I met her on eHarmony. And then she told me three or four months later that she was still talking to men on eHarmony. And she double talked me when I asked her why. And then she promised me she would stop talking to them. She didn't. Because those were the guys that she was fucking. So, to the person who left the review, if that's what you're talking about, like, if you get into a relationship with somebody through a dating app, does the dating app, you both have to end the date, you have to get off the dating app. If you commit, let's say you meet somebody, you date for six weeks, two months, and, and you guys decide you want to commit to each other. You literally got to both sit down and erase, delete your profile off whatever dating apps you're on and watch each other do it. Not because you don't trust, but it's just so, no, I guess it is for trust. Just so you both can feel comfortable that you're no longer seeking a partner or a casual fling or a hookup or whatever. So thank you for that review. But I, and I would really like to discuss that topic. It's a great topic. I just need a little bit more clarification as to what you're referring to. If you can somehow get a message to me anonymously, and by the way, if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, you cannot leave a second review, but you can edit the review you left. So to the person, if you go back on my uh, podcast, you can go to write a review. It'll bring up the one you just left. And if you want, you can rewrite your question or your statement and be a little bit more specific as to what you're talking about. So you can edit your review. If you, That's probably the best way to do it. This way you don't have to email me or DM me. So I'm assuming you're going to listen to this and, and I appreciate that. And I, I want to help you. I want to, I want to answer this. I want to address this issue that you're talking about. Okay. On to a completely different topic. And then we're going to wrap this up. At the beginning, I told you this was, I'm trying something new and I did what I did last week. I recorded this episode over the course of several days, but this time I didn't break it into segments. I just stopped recording and you don't know where I did that. So <clears throat> tonight's Friday and um, I really want to get this episode out tonight or tomorrow. I, I'm, I'm This last review that was left, I really would like 
this person. I would like to engage with this person. I, I it, it, this comment that he or she left has been bothering me. Okay, couple of updates. Um, in the beginning of this episode, I talked about that I'm talking to a woman. And I also went off either last week and whenever about Facebook, how much I'm enjoying it, being on it. I'm, I'm still, this morning, got three more likes. And it's it's blown me away. However, I am only talking on a continual basis with one one woman. And not not that I didn't try. I, I sent out a couple of messages to the other women. Well, here's something I don't get. If, if a woman reaches out to you, so I open my phone and I see a like, and this, especially on Facebook, so they like you first. If you like them back, you become a match, and then you could start chatting. So... I I I I am not exaggerating. I have about twelve matches that women liked me first, and I liked them back, and I sent a message to each and every one of them. Only one has responded, and that's the one that I've been talking to for almost ten days now. And I, and I told you in the beginning that I had asked her if she would like to get together at a Starbucks, and she said no. And I even asked if we could talk on the phone, and I didn't get a response, and I didn't push it. And I'm glad I didn't. And here's why. Because I finally got her to open up to me and tell me a little bit more about herself. I am not going to tell you about our conversation. But she told me something that told me to put the brakes on this. I can't really express it any other way, but there was something that she shared with me that makes sense as to why she is not ready to meet or even talk on the phone. And we're both in the same place because I'm very comfortable where I'm at in my life. Oh my God. If I even imagined that I would have said that a year ago where I was in distraught, I was completely a broken man thinking life was over. Romance, love, sex, companionship, all of that was over. And I do not have that same outlook today. Uh, I, you know, while I'm not dating anybody and I'm not pursuing anybody, I don't, I feel each day that I wake up, I have gratitude. And I'm happy that I'm alive. And this last relationship that I believed fucked up my romance, romantic life, 
I no longer think that way. And I actually say good riddance to you, Laura. And if anything, I am looking at the positive outcome of that relationship. She taught me a major lesson. Again, this goes back to why I started the podcast. She taught me, don't be so fucking gullible. And don't be Mr. Nice Guy and suck up to you. And because you're just because you're a freaking beauty queen and you smell good and you're and you take care of yourself. Yeah, I could whatever. You're a horrible person. Go away. Vete, as they say in Spanish. Vete y no me joda. There you go. Just a little bit of my Spanish. Um, yeah, so I'm talking to somebody and it's going well, but I have, I'm putting the brakes on. I don't want to say pushing her to to get together. I would like to meet her. She's she's a mile away. Uh, half of me says, "Why can't we just get together and and let's see?" But but she's not ready. And she has during our conversation, she has piqued my interest to the point where I really want to meet her and I would like to see if there's a connection. And the only way to find that out is if I am patient. And it doesn't mean that she and I are going to become an item. I, I It's just a dating scenario. I, but if, if I'll be honest, and if she ever hears this show, because she has not asked me for my podcast name, although I think she knows it, and I don't know if she's listening. I'd like for this to maybe turn into something romantic, but I don't know if you're ready for that because of the conversation we had, which I, I will not repeat. But I also don't know if I'm ready for that. But that, but even even you, the, the woman who I'm talking to, I'm, you taught me a lesson. Slow down. So I'm slowing down. The holidays are here. It is Friday. Next week is freaking Thanksgiving. Ugh. Thankfully, I have a place to go. My son and I are going out to my relatives out east and yada, yada. But I, I, half of me wants this the holiday season to like go by really quickly. And the other half of me says, hey, why don't you take a, take a chill pill and, and, and enjoy the holidays? 
I, I've mentioned this to you guys, I think, once or twice before. For an alcoholic in recovery, the holidays can be very difficult. You're around alcohol a lot, no matter where you go. Holiday dinners, holiday parties, uh, especially like New Year's Eve and Christmas Eve and Thanksgiving dinner. It's just everywhere. And it's, even though I have almost coming up, well, eight and a half, nine years, I see a, I see a, a glass of bourbon, I start to salivate. I miss the taste. I miss that buzz. But the problem with an alcoholic is you don't stop at that buzz and enjoy it. The buzz becomes, well, whatever. I'm not going to get into that right now. Um. I'll say this, and then I think I'll wrap it up for tonight. Uh, this coming Tuesday, I am interviewing a gentleman who wrote a book. I think I've already said this. And it's a fantastic book. And it and then and now he has written a TV series. He wrote a pilot and he's trying to get it produced. And he's got, uh, he's doing some amazing things. And one of his close friends is a social media um, professional consultant. And I've take she's come on board. Um, the, the woman that I was using a couple of months ago is not available anymore. And I, I need someone to do, help me with my social media. Anyway. This guest on Tuesday connected me with somebody, so I have somebody doing my social media. Actually, tonight when I get done with this, I'm going to jump on Instagram and do some reels, do some promotion. I, I, I guess here comes the begging part. I need your help, folks. I need... Once again, you, if you're listening to this podcast... You found it because it's under the heading Relationships Advice and Self-Improvement and Heartbreak. So you must be listening because you went through something or you might know somebody else who's going through something. As many marriages, as many divorces, as many people who meet every day for dating, there are as many of those who are also in breakups. Every single day, there are hundreds of thousands of people who break up. And for those who it's really tough, like mine was, it can be very helpful. When it was for me when I started listening to podcasts after the breakup. I needed to know why and how and what went wrong and how could I have done this better. And you can find those answers in in the 2 million. You know, I think there's 2 million podcasts. And then I heard the other day there's upwards of 5 million. There's a lot of podcasts out there. 
and I'm just one little Joe Blow outside of New York City who went through a horrible breakup and went on Amazon and bought a microphone and over the past year I have progressively and slowly become I don't want to say professional podcaster but I have just go listen to my first five episodes and then listen to the last five I, I think you'll see a tremendous difference but I have a long way to go. <clears throat> but I am not going anywhere. I am stuck here in New York for the next five years. The job that I have pays very well. And I will not get that type of salary in Florida. So I, I need to stay here. And whether I find a woman, companion, girlfriend, whatever or not I, my in, in uh, there are three important things in my life my life which includes my family and my grandkids and kids my sobriety and my podcast Probably in that order. Somewhere in there, I will need to squeeze in a companion, a girlfriend. So when 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 I finally do date somebody and 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 we settle down, and become a couple, I have to. I'm going to have to reorganize my life a little bit because I've become single for the past fourteen months and I have settled into a niche. Whatever. Okay, I'm rambling. Um, okay, I'm going to drop this episode tonight or tomorrow morning to get it out there. Please, please tune in on Tuesday. It is going to be an interview with MJ Rochelle. I am giving away one of his books. And all you have to do is email me. And say, hey, I want a little story about your struggles. You don't have to get into detail. Just tell me why you want this book. And the person, I read the book. And the person that I think would benefit best from this book, I will give you this book for free. All you have to do is take 45 minutes in the next week listen to this episode, and then drop me an email. And you get a free book. Or at least one of you will. All right. Please. I hope this doesn't get old, but it is the essence of this podcast. My picker is broken or was broken and I kept picking the wrong women. So I urge you to choose wisely in your choice of partners when you're dating. If you're dating somebody and it's getting 
to the point where it's starting to get serious and you're thinking of committing, like you want to say to her or him, hey, would you like to make this official? Take an extra day and, and close your eyes and think of if there's any red flags that you missed or that you ignored. Because I promise you, you will save yourself years of heartbreak and trauma and drama and a few gray hairs. <laughs> All right, folks. Anonymous Andrew signing off. Hey, go check me out on Instagram and TikTok. I'm going to make a few reels tonight. Thank you guys for listening. You, you, you. I know you're out there. I see the numbers going up. I'm getting the the reviews. Um, so I do have a following, and I thank you so much, you guys. Without you, I, I don't have a podcast. So thank you. Until next time, here comes the music. Until next time. <laughs>